If your period is so painful that it interrupts your activities of daily living, like you have to reschedule plans, there's a problem. That's not normal. And periods shouldn't be so painful that you have to pop a pharmaceutical. If it is, we have to investigate. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance, and longevity. My name is Angela Foster, and I'm a former corporate lawyer and high performance health coach. Each week, I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights, and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance, and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now let's dive in. Hi friends, in this week's Bite Size episode, I'm sharing a clip from my interview with Dr. Jolene Brighton. On her latest book, Is This Normal? It's such a brilliant book. It literally has every kind of question you might be thinking about in relation to hormones. I'm wondering, like, is this really normal? You know, I remember when I had the surgery for my endometriosis and PCOS, it was only after the surgery that I saw what a normal, quote unquote, normal period looked like that I realized all the problems that I'd been having in terms of extreme pain and clotting and all these different things were not normal. Because I think when we have symptoms, it's not like we suddenly wake up the next day and it's like, oh, I've got these terrible symptoms. So we can't see that starker change. What usually happens is there's a kind of slow degradation or creep, if you like. And so it kind of blurs, blurs the lines. So if you're wondering whether what you're, you may or may not be struggling with, or maybe a friend of yours, or family member and you want to know is this normal here's a quick explanation of what a normal period looks like and also a few other topics that we've linked to and if you'd like to listen to the full episode it is episode number 237 and we'll pop a link to that in the show notes below this episode but for now enjoy this little clip with dr jolene What does a normal period look like? Because a period for a woman is her own lived experience, right? Some people get a lot of clotting. Some women get a very short period. Some women get lots of pain. Like, is there an optimal way your period should look? Because obviously it's one of the vital signs uh, that you can check in with monthly. Yeah. Let me just say, though, that you got period correct. And this might seem silly, but... Um, I am asked this question a lot, like what's normal about a period. And then people are like, are sometimes they're 28 days. Sometimes they're this. And I'm like, we're talking about a menstrual cycle there. I see this a lot on social media where male doctors are like a normal period is roughly, you know, this many days. And I'm like, and they're talking about the cycle. I'm like, that's not the same thing. That's why in the book, there's a whole chapter on periods and a whole chapter on menstrual cycles. They are separate things. They just go, they're like besties, right? They're like separate Mm -hmm. entities and yet they do go together. So with a period, you mentioned clots. So clots are something they can be normal. If you're seeing small clots, not abnormal, not anything we worry about when it's a quarter size or more that we get concerned about. What that tells us is that the bleeding pretty heavy because so if you cut your finger, you want to clot. That's a good thing. And if your endometrial lining shedding too quick, your body's going to clot. That's what it's going to do. So this is your body keeping you safe. And it's also a sign that like something's going on. It could be fibroids. I have a fibroid checklist. It could be endo. I have an endo checklist. I literally have so many checklists in this book, but it also could be that you have lower progesterone. If you're using like a super tampon and a pad, that is too heavy. Uh, If you find that you're changing like a tampon every hour, also too heavy. If you find that you're waking in the middle of the night to change things, too heavy. And these are things we're told are normal, that they can actually be early signs that there's an issue going on. Now, in terms of the length of the period, less than two days, that's usually a sign that our estrogen is too low. We're not building up the endometrial lining. So three is a little more ideal. 
average period is about five days. If you pass seven, too much bleeding, too long, something else is going on. And I cover all of that in the book so that you can really investigate what, what, it, what could possibly be going on for you. Cause I listed these things, those are potentials, but just having a longer period that doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, you must have endometriosis. It could be something that you have estrogen excess going on. It could be something you don't have sufficient progesterone, which, you know, if you're under 45, those are sometimes really easy fixes. And I give guidance in the book for the things that are easy fixes. And then the things that it's like, it's time to see a doctor. Now, the last thing you mentioned was painful periods. We're told all the time. I mean, the Midal commercials tell us like, well, you guys don't have pharmaceutical ads. Like, we have pharmaceutical ads in our country, which are constantly reinforcing that periods are just the worst thing that could ever happen to women. It's like punishment and it's just the bane of your existence. And like, and then here comes like this pharmaceutical and like, oh, the clouds part, now the sun's <laughs> shining down. And it's just uh, comical. <laughs> it's really comical when you look at pharmaceutical ads. Um, my son actually, so he's never, he had never seen live TV. And we were traveling in Europe this last summer and he was seeing live TV for the first time. And he's like, oh yeah, there's some commercials. We came back in the US. I can't remember where we were, but he saw live TV and he's like, why are there, he's 10. Why are there all these commercials, mom, about like diseases and drugs? And like, he's so upset. And I'm like, this should be the outrage everybody has about mm. this, but also the negative messaging that gets reinforced, you know, whether it's from our family, our friends, pharmaceutical ads, our own doctors being like periods are just awful. No, if your period is so painful that it interrupts your activities of daily living, like you have to reschedule plans, there's a problem. That's not normal. And periods shouldn't be so painful that you have to pop a pharmaceutical. If it is, we have to investigate. So it could be um, adenomyosis. It could be uh, endometriosis. Like it could be something else. And you should know that because those are different conditions and how we approach that is very different than the most common cause of painful periods, which is elevated prostaglandins. Yeah, I'm so glad that you clarified that. And in the book, actually, for, for those of you listening to this, you know, um, Dr. Dr. Brighton goes into what PCOS is. As you say, you have these amazing checklists so people can have a look and see. So you know, many do checklists. I, so <laughs> many checklists. Might I have adenomyosis? Might I have endometriosis? And some of these conditions right, are really common. They go together. I mean, for example, we, mm -hmm. we were talking offline. I have PCOS and endometriosis. And I don't think that's yeah. an uncommon thing to find. Yeah. So a lot of these conditions go together. We see TCOS and Hashimoto's. Um, we see PCOS and ADHD going together. We see ADHD, autism, and PMDD going together. And so what is this telling us? One, there are common root causes to these conditions. And two, hormones are a really big deal. Beyond just your menstrual cycle, you have receptors all over your body, all of your systems for these hormones, and they can impact those systems and those systems can impact your hormones. And the problem is with Western medicine, we get compartmentalization where it's like, oh, you've got gut problems. Let's treat that as a gut problem. But it's like, but it's my thyroid. I'm constipated because it's my thyroid. And why are my gut symptoms not getting better? Because, well, that's an endocrine problem. So we're not going to talk about the gut because you have an endocrine problem, but but like I have to activate my thyroid by way of the gut. That's one of the major organs that activate. So I have to have my gut healthy. It's just like this compartmentalization. And so we absolutely see these things go together. And what's the good news about that is that a lot of the same things that can help 
one condition. So for example, I talk about in the book, um, the connection with ADHD, autism spectrum disorder, and PMDD. And also that your medication, if you're ADHD, a lot of my patients would be like, I just feel like half the month, my medication doesn't work. So I got into the research and as it turns out, yeah, in the luteal phase, medication doesn't work as well. But how can we help with ADHD symptoms? How can we help with uh, all of that? Same stuff we would do to help with PMS and to help with PMDD. So those same diet and lifestyle things can actually improve your ADHD, some of the sensory issues that can go with autism. I'm not saying like we're going to cure these things, but I am saying that you do have a lot of power in your ability to feel better in your body, to function at your normal, your optimal. And that's something that I want to be really clear on because uh, some people are like, is this normal? Are you saying that there, there's just one normal? And I'm like, no, I am not a fool. Okay. <laughs> like there is not <laughs> the whole program is to help you understand what's your normal and what's not. And all those checklists as well is so that you can go to your doctor and when your doctor's like, oh, that's normal. You're like, no, no. In fact, sir, it is not normal. I mean, it might be a woman, but like, sir, it just sounds funnier, uh, but it is not normal. And here's the list of symptoms. So those checklists can help you dial it in but they also are the data that you can bring to your provider to have a more productive conversation and be able to advocate for yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, visit femalebiohacker.com and be part of a special community of women looking to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. If you're tired of sifting through countless websites and books to find the answers to your questions about nutrition, fitness, hormones, mindset, spirituality, and biohacking, the search is over. I've done the research for you and every week we go live with in-depth masterclasses, Q&A calls and monthly challenges to help you transform your life. And when you join the collective, you'll have access to a wealth of information, including deep dive masterclasses and biohacking toolkits on our members' favorites like metabolic flexibility, gut health, stress and resiliency and stepping into your most empowered self. Get access and be coached by me and my team and level up your health, career, and life all for less than a dollar a day. Go to femalebiohacker.com or click the link below to get started. And I'll see you on the inside.